Okay, I had I had it this podcast. It's almost four in the morning. I sleep when I sleep when I need to sleep, you know, I'm gonna sleep when I sleep, listen to my body, I'm gonna sleep. Allow the rest. I've learned so many amazing things um, through trauma therapy. Um, and if I can instill it and apply it and the values and lessons of wisdom I gain and experience and I can forward it and podcast for other people, then I definitely will. Um, health stuff is still dealing with what I'm dealing with, um, taking my medicine, sleeping when I need to. Um, I live for today, not tomorrow. Um, I go by how I feel and I listen to my body today. I, I don't, um, jump until tomorrow or look forward to the future. I don't do that anymore. I live in the moment, live in the day, live in the hour, second minute. That's me. Okay. Um, I'm not saying that's right or wrong for other people, but in my situation, that's what I do. Um, I'm also learned this morning, um, Eric got the mail yesterday and I thought, hmm, okay, this is, okay, all right, all right, I'm just gonna, okay. Sometimes people don't have to say anything. If you get enough factual in front of you, you can kind of figure things out, right? So I get a card and it has a note in it and I just received it yesterday. The person who sent it, obviously I didn't get it because I would have told you I got it. I just got it yesterday. I had to ask Eric because one thing I do not tolerate anymore is people not being honest. I also don't tolerate if I ask you something and you can't be forthright and just have a normal response or if you feel like you need to hide things. Hiding, evading, avoiding is pretty much the same as lying. It just depends on the extent of it. If I ask somebody, hey, how was your day? How was your birthday? What did you do? And if you respond and say, oh, I didn't do anything or oh, nothing. And I'm like, oh, wow. Okay, well, you didn't do anything for your birthday at all? No, I didn't. And then you have somebody connected, okay, that sits there and says, oh, looks like so-and-so had fun. And Okay, it doesn't matter if you were at a concert for Barry Manilow and he had a VIP front row for your birthday, okay, or whatever situation, okay? Nobody's just, you know, nobody's saying anything about what you did for your birthday or whatever. It's just normal, casual conversation. When you've done things to people and you've lied and you've not been forthright, you've been honest, evade and avoid, in order to fix any broken, okay, it's like a broken vase. In order to glue it back together, you have to go piece by piece. If you don't have all the pieces, it's never going to work. You're never going to be able to use that vase again. You're never going to be able to fill it up with water. Okay, it's just going to sit in a box, okay, until that last piece. It's just an analogy, all right? Well, that's kind of how it is in broken ties and relations, no matter what it is. You're a parent, a loved one, a sibling, a cousin, a best friend, coworker. all right? When you've been lied to and people do things that are really damning, they haven't been present, they have evaded a void. They've abandoned you. Okay, I, I have a big problem. I seek the trauma therapies through childhood trauma, all right, throughout my life trauma. Also a big thing with abandonment because I've experienced really, really, really depths, high depths, really dark depths of abandonment. Abandonment. I don't care who did it. I don't care who you were. You don't like me using the terminology because this trauma therapist says because that's what you did. They don't want to face what you did. You abandoned me. At the worst time of my life, you abandoned me. There's a quote always given. 
for a friend of mine and put it down here. Um, you don't abandon people. Especially at point in life when they need people the most that they should be relying on and you abandon them. You don't use excuses either. I get a card I got yesterday. If I would have got the card and the letter, I wouldn't have... Um, once again, a flaw that I'm told by a couple of people is giving people too many chances when you owe them nothing and they owe you everything. And everything needs time, a lot of time. But they have to show in actions, not just words. Their actions have to show change. I read this letter and it says that um, I did not know, or um, sorry I wasn't there during radiation, during your treatments, okay? All right, there's the apology part. But then you damn the apology by the next line saying, but I didn't know where you were at. And then you damn it the second time, which overrides the I'm sorry, I wasn't there, by saying I didn't know where you're at, but that's the past. I'm going to say this from any trauma therapist's point of view, and any trauma therapist is listening right now, or any oncologist listening, because God knows it's international, there's enough of them. More patients are people going through what I've gone through, trauma, all right? When you have somebody else, and I asked Eric, and I sat down and I asked him a little bit ago, I read the letter to him and he said, that's a lie. She knew exactly where you're at. She knew exactly where you're at. I called her. I asked for help. I needed support. They knew exactly where you're at. And they made the decision, not me. They made the decision not to be there. He takes ownership for things he's done. Okay. All right. But there's no ownership on the other part somebody was called and they knew where I was at and they made a decision not to be there. That's abandoning. That's abandonment. That's abandonment. 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 That's not okay. There's no excuse for it. But if you're going to write me a letter again and you know what you need to do as an adult is you need to own up. You've got to when you wrong people and damn people. You, you have to own up. You have to start working on fixing the problem and not creating more of issues, not being the solution, but creating more issues, more problems. You have to be honest and forthright, okay? And sometimes that takes having to be a bigger person and getting outside of your own ego and head and start apologizing. Don't say, I'm sorry for not being there during radiation treatments when I had nobody. But Eric, I had nobody. And I watched everybody else with families and loved ones and people there. And I had nobody. I gave my room up every treatment to those families that were there with their loved ones. I gave my treatment room up every time. I gave my treatment room up every single time I walked out. Getting max treatments, puking my guts out, massive diarrhea, vomiting, you name it. I gave my room up. Not because I was told to, not because I was asked to, because there was max, there was no rooms left. I gave my room up to somebody who had family there and loved ones there so they could be in the recovery area and room with that cancer patient, with their loved one. I did that. It's called being selfless. That's me. That's me. Like I said, I'm not a narc. I'm an empath. And that impasse, we feel too much. But there are times when we think with our heart, and that was one time that I have no regrets at all. Okay? I have zero regrets. Period. No regrets. I will have done it over and over again. Okay? But if you're going to write me a letter and a card and say, I'm sorry for not being there, but then in turn say, you didn't know where I was at, and then say, but that's the past, it's still your present. 
nothing's changed. It's still the present. Because you can't say you're sorry for one thing and then just call the kettle black and then say, by lying, you didn't want I was at. Eric literally said, you knew exactly where I was at. He was on the phone with you. You knew exactly where I was at. Everybody that should have been there abandoned me. I have a problem in trauma therapy I'm working with. It's called abandonment. It's not a good place or a good thing to feel. But I'm working with trauma therapists. And they're not just therapists. They are becoming my friends. They have a special place in my life right now. Okay? And as I said, when there's a connection there, it's a deep soul connection. It's not just therapy. We're part of your life. We're family. There's something special there. Okay? They know you're not being honest. And everybody involved that also abandoned me wasn't there. You have still to come clean with yourself. I'm not going to let this slide anymore. I opened myself before I realized I got this letter in the mail, this card. It came in late. I realizing in Indiana, not Kentucky, but Indiana, mail runs super slow. I'm still waiting a friend of mine who has the latest and greatest hair extensions and stuff, just helping a gal out and having me try something new to review for her. I'm still waiting on that. That's coming from California. That's been almost two weeks. That's supposed to have been five days. We're still trying to track this thing, figure out where in the heck it's at. I'm going to screenshot this to tell you how bad it's. We don't know where it's at. Figure it out. But this just tells you. It's just, it's, it's probably not just Indiana. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to retract that. It's just mail system, UPS, FedEx. Everything's slow right now. Um, I just got this. Ironically, today's Mother's Day. I just get this, okay? If I ask you, just in casual conversation. My mistake is, I realize, as two people said yesterday, is you have a flaw of forgiving too easy without people having to give you the layout, which is their actions to show and to gain your trust back. When you've been damned, you give too easy. You give too freely and you made a critical mistake. They were right because this letter came in and I just got yesterday and I realized for three or four days of my life, as trauma therapists say, is your time is precious. That's your time and how you give it out is up to you. But if you give it to the wrong people who damned you, wronged you, and they're not forthright and they're not honest and they don't show sincerity when they apologize, then don't waste your energy. Okay, then those people need to go back to the drawing board and go back to soul searching and take whatever time they need. And maybe they'll be like that the rest of their life. You don't need to be involved in it. And I'm not going to. I know what I bring to the plate in relationships. I know what I bring to the plate as a person, a human being. And I'm a damn good person, good heart, good soul in the right place. But I'm an empath. I should have not allowed that channel communication to open up. Because if I would have got that letter and card, I wouldn't have. But when I ask somebody, what did you do for your birthday? I don't care if you're, what birthday it is. I don't care if Barry Manilow made a VIP concert for you for your birthday. If I'm asking you in a con casual conversation and you have a track record of withholding information, avoiding evading, lying to me, and being brutally dishonest for years, you have one moment to show me by actions you've changed and that you're willing to work on a relation that is not even a threat anymore. It's a non-existent. You have to build from the ground up. I'm sorry, that's the way it is. And you tell me you've done nothing for your birthday. And I ask you, oh, well, wow, okay, we didn't do anything for your birthday. No, I didn't know. 
No, I didn't do anything special. I didn't do anything special at all. But then somebody tells me, knows an individual and says, oh, well, I didn't see you. I thought maybe from what I was hearing, maybe you're t I thought somebody said you were talking to somebody, this person. And I thought maybe I didn't see you there. Um, what? If I'm asking you, what did you do for your birthday in a casual conversation and you say, oh, nothing at all, whatever. Don't we all know by now as adults, as a universe, you don't have to say or ask people. If I knew there was no honesty, I knew it was a dishonest response or answer. I don't know why. I honestly don't. I just felt like they weren't being honest with me. That makes me not be forthright with you. I'm not going to disclose. I'm not going to be honest with my life. I don't have to. If you're not being honest with me and I feel it, it's I'm not going to be honest with you, especially when I don't owe you anything and you owe me everything. Abandonment. That's a big damning thing. I'm dealing with trauma therapy. Ironically, let's also remember too, and I'm just going to say this because I haven't yet. A lot of people caught me on this. May is Mental Health Awareness Month. We should all be mindful. As a saying, as I say, we need to take care of our internal health. It's just as important as our emotional health, our mental health. Our mental health, emotional well-being contributes to our happiness. It's just as important as internal health. Anybody who makes fun of that, well, those are usually the people, as I said, who need the help the most. They're not getting it. With that being said, if you cannot be honest and forthright with somebody, and you have a broken tie, and there's nothing there, there's no thread there left, and somebody gives you just an inch, okay, of their valuable time, and you're not being honest on a simple question, I mean, why would you not tell somebody? If I ask somebody, hey, and this, I've never seen this before because I don't have anybody I know I've connected with, but I ask you, what'd you do for your birthday? If you took a hot air balloon and you went to the Eiffel Tower, I'm excited for you. If you went here or there, I'm excited for you, okay? If you have to avoid and evade and hide what you did on your birthday, then you're hiding from somebody, something, or you're protecting someone or something. And it's really strange and really weird. Why would you do that? Like, why would you do that? Why don't you just be honest? If you're not being honest with me, then there's no reason to talk. There's nothing there. And then you go back to the drawing board on why you can't be honest when you're dishonest with somebody and you've been dishonest in the most damning way for years, over a decade. But don't write and send me a card if you don't mean what's on the card. If you put in there, you admit and say you're sorry for not being there. Really, the word should be abandon, abandonment. You abandoned me when I needed you the most. You abandoned me. You made that decision yourself. There was no excuse. It was a brutal God honest, damning decision to not be there. I'm still not okay with it. Um, I still don't forgive it. I don't know where I'll be at. Um, with that being said, trauma therapists work with me on how I feel about that. Um, right now, I'm still, um, it's still raw. Um, those who know, know this month is something special to me and it means a lot. Those are the people who care a lot about me and they, never didn't, they didn't abandon me either. They may not have physically been able to be there during treatments, but they were emotionally there. They were invested on the phone. They were invested by writing to me, sending emails. Okay. But if you're going to write on a letter, you didn't know where I was at. And Eric's saying, I literally called her. I told her where you were at. And she made a decision not to be there. 
That's called abandonment. I don't care how you slice and dice it. It's called abandonment. You do it enough to somebody over so many years and you keep abandoning them over and over again. Well, May is National Mental Health Awareness Month. If anybody ever feels that and you experience that, please let me be a source of inspiration for you. Get the help. Get the help you need for your emotional well-being, for your happiness, so you can free yourself. Because that's a lot, as I was told, is you have a lot of things that you've been carrying on your shoulders. A lot of traumatic things you've been carrying throughout your life on your shoulders. And you're just now being able to release this. And it's a process. It's not going to happen right away. But they were very, very weary, as they said, of reconnecting a disconnect that needs to happen because they abandon you. And disconnecting is need to be. But when you reconnect it by choice, be careful. They were right. Talking to someone for three days. And behind the scenes, I'm having someone connected to asking where I was at once again. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. Leave it there. And that was it. A response email. I have no idea. Um, I don't know. That's it. How's work been coming along? How's your grandkids? That's how it went. And then to have a letter that says, I'm sorry I wasn't there during the radiation treatments, oncology treatments, but I didn't know where you're at. Eric said, yes, you were. You're lying. And then after that, you say, but it, it's in the past. I'm going to say this to anybody who's abandoned anybody and you've not been there for people. And when you're in a position where you should be the first and you don't do that, the worst thing to do is to evade and avoid and not be honest. If somebody's telling you I'm looking I'm looking for something specific and as an adult and you know you wrong somebody, what that person's looking for is a sincere apology in every way, shape, or form. And even you do that to somebody, you abandon them, you blow their trust, and you do things that are really downright just nasty, hurtful as hell. When you hurt somebody, that person you hurt owes you nothing and you owe them everything. Everything. Trust is gain, not given. I was cautious walking into connecting a piece of speaking to someone, which I did for three days. Casual conversation. I was very, very, very careful not to disclose a lot about my health or situation. Because that's not to be given to somebody who has abandoned me. It has to be earned. People that abandoned me. But if you can't just tell me on a holiday or a birthday or whatever situation of what you did and you say nothing, I'm an empath and believe you. And then when somebody else connected, sits there and sees something and says, where are you at? And just damned what you said, you did nothing. And then I go back to the drawing board this morning. I think, why be honest? Why, why hide something so minor? What are you hiding? But more importantly, why are you protecting what you're hiding? Shouldn't you be protecting the person who's sick? Shouldn't you be protecting the person that you're trying to work things on? Shouldn't you be protecting the person you're trying to mend things with? When it was, I, I got nothing else to apologize for. I apologize for anything I've done. I'm an empath. I got no problem. You want to come to me, sit down? You want to tell me something I've done? Let's talk. Let's talk over coffee. I'm an adult, okay? I'm working with how I handle emotions and things with trauma therapists. And it's, it's been a damn hell of a great experience. And I've changed a lot. I've grown a lot. Please, let's talk. Let's sit down and talk. Don't, don't talk through third party. Come to me. Let's talk it out. 
right? It's going to be a two-way adult. I'm going to be quiet. I'm going to listen to you. Then when it's changed, you're going to please respect to not say anything. Allow me to talk, okay? It's a two-way street. But I don't get it. If I'm opening a door and you complain that you have no connection with me, you don't talk to me, you have no phone number, you have the ayayata, and I'm giving you an inch and you take the whole football field in two quick, swift swipes. You can't apologize for something you did, abandoning somebody, and then in turn say you don't know where I was at, and then say it's, well, it's just, it's in the past. It's never going to be in the past until you make peace with yourself for what you've done. Nothing anybody does will ever be in the past when you do wrong to somebody really deep-seated hurt. It never becomes the past until you make right with it, with yourself first, okay? And it takes a lot of growing and evolving and soul-searching. Some people, it doesn't happen. Trauma therapists say some people die that way. It doesn't happen. They don't feel they need to apologize or nothing. They don't feel they owe anything. There's some people that are in their own head. Some people call it narcissistic. They don't care, they avoid, you know, bare, bare minimum, just to get their foot back into that relationship, just to get the foot back in. I'm not sure if some people want to reconnect with me because you really want to reconnect, or are you just using it for gossip? I think you're using it for gossip. I don't feel any sincerity. I learned from this. Learn not to continue doing that. Quit as an empath self. Sometimes quit feeling and think. Put the emotions aside. Allow a person or individuals when they've damned me and they've abandoned me to prove to me you're not that same person. And that's not something you're just going to do it right away. You owe me. Period. People are sick and stuff. I never abandon a damn soul. There's some times in life you don't do. Abandon people. I grew up. I was going to do the story about Brenda. I think I'll do that today. I think it's a good day. About befriending someone that everybody said was just a hurtful, nasty, bitter person. And really what I realized in this relation that I built relationship with, um, my ex-spouse also had a special bond with her. As we realized, the naysayers were naysayers. And this woman was just lonely and needed somebody, just somebody to give a damn about her. I learned a lot. We both gave a lot to that woman and we realized in a matter of a short split second, this wasn't a hateful, bitter, nasty person. It was just naysayers. This was a person that was broke because they were lonely, they were sick, and they were abandoned. They were abandoned by their entire family. I have no regrets crossing her and not listening to the naysayers. And I never have my entire life anyway. I always rooted for the underdog. That's just me. I'm no better than anybody else. And I don't try to be. But if it wasn't for me and my ex-spouse knocking on that door, introducing ourselves and just doing little things, like he would ask to take the grass out, get her mail, she would have nobody, continue to have nobody. What we both gave her at the end of her journey was peace and knowing that somebody gave a damn. You know? 
This is Mother's Day. Mother's Day is not just for people, for biological mothers. A mother can be anything or anyone. A father can be a mother figure. Mother's Day should not be limited to biological. Mother's Day is not just the word mother. It's an action behind it. Remember that, you know? Give free of your time. Give freely of yourself. Be the good person, good soul in the world. Be the positive change. But also at the same time, you got to love and respect yourself as well. You know? I get into that story later today, but I just wanted to say, you know, I realized I make mistakes. I continue to do so, and I'm evolving and growing. I'm a work in progress. Work in process. Whatever the hell you want to call it. But, um... You're never going to fix anything and work on anything with anyone. If you can't work on what you've done at first with yourself, soul search, take the time, reflect. You can't apologize to someone in one breath, an ex-breath, unapologize. There's no sincerity in it. But by all means, if somebody's calling and asking to be present in a situation and like an oncology cancer patient is abandoned, that patient will never, ever hardly, per trauma therapist, may never get over that abandonment. And that abandonment stays with them for the rest of their lives, the fear of being abandoned. The work on with patients like that, like myself, is you work on being self-reliant and dependent and not being afraid to be alone. That's what abandonment does to somebody. That's what it did to me. But if I open my phone, my time, and my energy, and I'm investing it into someone that in real reality, I don't owe you anything because you did a damn lot to me. And you want to pretend like you care and say things in a letter. And in turn, I catch you lying again. And I ask you a simple thing, what did you do on a holiday or a celebration ever? And you can't even be honest with that. Is there really anything there? It's not me. I'm sorry, it's not me. But I think you just need some more time to still search. And it may be a lifetime. But I learned a lesson, and I'm not putting myself out there anymore, and I'm not getting hurt anymore either. And when it's given to me and clear-cut, not because I asked, because that's how the universe protects you, and I'm going to remove myself. That's for self-respect.